The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. Good morning, Vietnam! WTBR-FM, Pittsfield. Welcome to Ham on WTBR, the all-inclusive ham radio show for hams and non-hams alike. Be part of the show. Contact us on www.facebook.com slash hamjamtv. And now the hosts of the show, Peter and Jessica. Ham on. And it's Wednesday morning, and you know what that means. It's time for AW and Hamon. Exactly. We are here again. Obviously, we're here. Where do you think we were going to go? All right. So, w- w- with the state of ham radio the way it is, um, Matt went to the programming commission, so we have a couple of options. Okay. All right. What do we option, option, well, yeah. option one is we can cut this show down to a half an hour. Mm-hmm. Option mm-hmm. two is we have to go back to the program committee to revamp the to revamp the show and change the format a bit. So what are you going to do? Well, we're going to put it, let's put it up to a vote. What do you think we should do? Should we cut the show down to half an hour? Well, it's up to you. I have no idea. Well, let's talk. How about the, our director over here? Um, What's your vote? Well, I'll say half hour because I have a short attention span. <laughs> but if you focus more, you know, instead of just, you know, jabbing, jibbing, you probably could. Because we do civity on half hour. We get a lot done. Yeah. And like, and with the state, the, the state of ham radio, the way it is, as you're going to find out today... Yeah. Um, it's getting h- harder and harder to fill an hour. So wh- wh- what do you think over there, Sparky? You've been here since day one. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think. I mean, what would you personally do? Do you mind half an hour? Do you want to go back to the committee? Well, here, here, here's the deal. If we on? have enough stuff to fill an hour, Matt said he has no problem doing that. On the days that we don't have enough stuff to fill an hour, we can go to half-hour format. Yeah. So there would be days where it would be half an hour and days where it would be an hour. Yeah. That sounds interesting. Because I got emails. HHTN is now in the same boat we are. Their numbers for... The heavy hairs, traffic net, and east mass have dropped off considerably. Mm. It's the state of this thing. Yeah, I I think everybody is giving up on UHF, VHF, and they're hanging out either on HF or DMR. Yeah, I'm starting to think that too, because you turn on DMR and you get a ton of people going ahead and talking. Where if you just turn on the repeater, you're hearing nothing but crickets. Repeater's crickets. And now, you know, there's infighting going on about the meetings up at No Bark. Really? I got an email that somebody thought it was yesterday in the the, uh, meetings next week. And Eric may not be around because he'll be coming back from Dayton. Oh, from Hamvention. is next weekend. Yeah. So, so basically, no one knows what in the world's going on. It's, you know, I I I don't know what to tell you. Well, I think it's ridiculous. This is this is starting to happen all over the place. I mean, when HHTN's numbers are are dropping off, and 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 they're usually good with their numbers. We just lost our Sunday, um, NCS. Yeah, that's true. Are you serious? Bernie's doing other things now, just like I am. 
Oh, wow. So, uh, okay. Do we just so we say might have to reformat. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, we may have to reformat and go down. It's up to you. I mean, it's your call. Well, we can run it. And, and Carol's right. Uh, you know, as much as long as I've been directing Carol's show, Familiar Berkshire, you can get a lot done in half an hour. Yeah. That's well, true. our thing is, is we sometimes we sit here and we really don't know what we're doing because we have to try to fit everything into a half hour. And we're like, you know, or an hour rather. Thank you, Carol. Uh, everything into an hour. And we're knocking our heads out so, trying to figure it out. Let's do this. I will inform Matt that next week's show will be a half-hour format. With okay. guest? That's enough with the guest? Well, Melanie's not really a guest. She's kind of been on the show hosting it via phone. More of a co-host. Yeah, <laughs> mo 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 more of a co-host. She's basically just here to see the studio. Oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah, otherwise, we can figure yeah, out maybe we can do it from home if yes, she doesn't yes, care about yes. in the studio. But. Yes, our co-host from Niagara Falls is coming to go ahead yes, and visit. So, there we go. Yeah, little miss, I weigh a buck oh five. Hey. <laughs> she knows I love her very much. Yeah, she's my little sister. So, I guess next week we will... Take this show to half an hour. That sounds okay to me. And see how it flies. Yeah, that's, you can always test it out and see if the see if it works a half an hour and. And then times when we have enough oh, stuff to fill an hour, or we get into a heavy debate about something, <coughs> exactly. we can go. We can go for the full hour. Yeah. When everything's when basically, when I mean, this show's been running on a full hour for almost three years. Yeah, yeah. And, and really, you know, Western Mass is is dead in the water. Yeah, um, <laughs> there, there's some stuff going on in East Mass. Yeah, but I think everybody's moving to DMR. I hear a lot of people. And like I said, you turn on, on DMR, DMR. Like I said, you turn on DMR. Well, yeah, you yeah. Can you know, hear I get, them like crazy. I get emails. People are going to HF. People are going to DMR, exactly, and they're leaving the repeaters alone, which is yeah. not a good thing. No, it's not. Speaking of stuff going around in East Mass here, What's that? Uh, Eastern Mass Museum Ships getting ready for Museum Ships Weekend, June 3, 3, 3rd through the 5th. Oh, cool. Uh, this is at the USS Salem, 549 South Street, Pier 3 in Quincy. Ooh, Several museum cool. ship stations in eastern Massachusetts will be active during museum ships weekend from 000 Zulu, June 4th to 2359 Zulu, June 5th, 2022, to K1USN Radio Club Station K1USN. is signed up to participate according to station trustee Pi Pew. K1RV. We plan a full-scale activation, and we'll be looking for operators on CW, single sideband, and FT4 and FT8 as we get closer to additional museum ship stations plan. will be QRV and all, and are looking forward for operators the USS Salem and 1SLM and the USS Massachusetts. And E1PL. Contact W1OF, W1OF at nsradio.org. For the USS Salem, KB1TEE at Verizon.net. For the USS Massachusetts and K1RV, pi.k1rv at gmail.com. For the K1USN Radio Club, for full details, visit www.n j2bb.org backslash museum awesome k1mjc fox is afoot nick cromer k1mjc writes on the waltham area list and any mass fox hunters list uh and on may 13th yes the k1mjc foxes are afoot I put it out. I put them out Friday or on Friday. The foxes are close to each other, somewhere in the area 
within the city limits of Waltham, Mass. School is the clue. The extra added bonus here is this time I placed a UHF box out as well. This is an experimental unit made up of Arduino Pro Mini 3.3 volts with a 433 MHz AM transmitter with very low power. It does tend to drift 10 kilohertz on either side of the stated frequency, possibly with battery voltage. And for those of you who have AM capabilities in your handheld, this is an extra added bonus. Also, I'm not sure how long the battery life will last with the AM Fox, so the sooner the better. <laughs> so you've got an update. Yeah, I on the FCC, we know as we said last week that yeah, they were processing, processing. Is uh, that you over there cuckooing? Possibly could be. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it, it possibly could be. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm in it. Yeah, go ahead. I have an update to the uh, the FCC. Uh, do you the ARL Volunteer Examiner Coordination? Coordination or VC reports that the FCC Universal Licensing System ULS electronic batching electronic batching batch filing system is back online and functioning normally. A message sent by the FCC ULS and EBF team to V's explain that ten, that the technical issues with the U are uh, ULS EBF filing uh, system was resolved and that V's can resume submitting files containing amateur radio license uh, applicants AWRL. Uh, VEC has submitted most of the most of the backlog of its files for application pro application applications processed on or after April 27 and expects to have the backlog uh, submitted by the was hoping they had its backlog submitted by the 9th here's hoping they got it done <laughs> cuz that's a lot of files uh, maybe that'll teach you to make sure that your system is up to date, guys. And, and with that, um, like we said last week, because of non-participation, the May 21st VE session that I had planned has been canceled. Well, yeah, that's, you know, that's $25 out of our pocket every time. Right. When we come that back, happens, though, yeah. when we come back... Local news and weather, and then some more ham radio stories. Yes, we will go ahead and have that when we come back. You're listening to Ham On and WTBR. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? WTBR. WTBR FM is listener-supported radio. That means we depend on your donations to keep the station on the air. All the local content and the music you love requires your support. You can make your donation today at WTBRFM.com by calling 445-4234 or stopping by our studio at 4 Federico Drive in Pittsfield. You'd be glad you did. Pittsfield Community Radio, for the love of radio. Hi, this is Officer Darren Derby with the Pittsfield Police Department. Folks, unfortunately, drug use is a driving factor for a lot of crime taking place in our city. The most prevalent crime being theft. Please, Take the extra time to ensure that your belongings are safe inside your vehicle. Do not leave anything of value in plain sight. Hide your belongings. Place them in your trunk or take anything of value out of the vehicle. Always keep your vehicle locked. Don't make it easy for them. This message is brought to you by the Pittsfield Police Department in cooperation with WTBR-FM. What's your vision? My vision is 2200. Light perception in the right eye, zero vision in the left eye. No. What's your vision? My goal is to become a journalist. To be able to work financial independence. At the Massachusetts Commission for the Blind, we believe that all people who are blind or visually impaired should have the opportunity to work and thrive. To learn how we can help you meet your employment or workforce goals, call 800-392-6450 or visit mass.gov slash MCB. We would be honored 
if you would join us. W-T-B-R. All right, and we are back. We are back, people. Time for our famous local news and weather. She's not allowed to do So both the hams and non-hams knows, knows what's going on. She's not allowed to do that. W-T-B-R News. some pretty good stuff going on so far. We have the 10th running of the Mountain One Steel Rail Race which will take place Sunday, May 22nd and it is the third, uh, three different runnings events will be held with on the, oh boy am I going to butcher this one I'll help you with that Ash will Cox Trail. Um, I believe Ashu will T Cook. Wow, that is okay. Beginning. <laughs> wow, told you I was going to butcher that one. Uh, I be- believe that's how it's spelled. I believe that's how it's pronounced. Um, we're sorry if it's not. <laughs> yeah, we apologize. Uh, okay, so this it uh, beginning at uh, eight thirty a.m. Uh, in uh, Pittsfield with the full Boston uh, qualified uh, marathon course. The uh, marathon course will run the trail full length to Adams and return to Pittsfield to cover the 26.2 miles. The half marathon will begin in Adams at 9.30 a.m., with the largest of the field leaving the running to Pittsfield for the 13.1 distance. Uh, late, uh, <clears throat> lastly, uh, the eight, uh, 8K. the AK out and back course in Pittsfield will start at 10 a.m. The, the post-race event will be held at John's Ace Hardware at 850 Kane Ave. Crane. Excuse me. Sorry. I, I'm, I know. As I said, excuse me. Crane Ave. I have to get used to all these. Wow. I'm still making mistakes. Okay. At the, uh, the rail. Uh, rail trail. Rail trail. Uh, let's see. Uh, residents are advised to... Expect traffic delays expecting on Route 8 at the crossings of Cheshire and again in Adams at the uh, Park State and the Route 8. Park Street and Route 8. So there you go. Uh, Between the hours of 9 uh, a.m. and 12.30 noon. Um, let's see. It is, the trails is not closed to the public. However, the race director Kent and Sobodin, owner of the Berkshire Running Center, advises residents to be aware of the high congestion course. Course, asking for the support of the safety of the patrons. The course will be out for um, 8.30 a.m. until 2.30 p.m. The uh, Mountain One Steel Race are uh, produced and directed by the Berkshire Running Center with the sponsors of the City of Pittsfield's Department of Parks and Recreation and the cooperation with the Mountain One Financials uh, Proceeds from, from the, the event, event will be uh, directed to the D- DCR for maintenance and upkeep of the trail. Uh, so all the money that they're going to get and raise is going to go back for the upkeep and the maintenance for the trail. Right. And so uh, Mountain One is thrilled to be back for the second year as uh, the corporate sponsor of the Berkshire Running Center and Mountain One of the Steel Race, uh, which is a wonderful opportunity to host this year and the race of newly trails to Pittsfield. 
I also wanted to advise that Kentonians are their team at the Berks at the Beast RC, which is the Berkshire uh, Running Beast. Center, as powerful bringings as the powerhouse bringing health and fitness opportunities to your community. Yay! Yay. And now here's something that's going to be really, really dear to my heart. Um, the Pittsfield Park, uh, thanks to volunteers at the opening center, they are now opening up the doggy center, or the doggy area. Or, uh, it's Dog park. Doggy park. Woof, woof. Yeah. They turn on, they says um, that uh, Pittsfield Dog Park has openly an event on Saturday, which was this past Saturday, to thank the volunteers and... Contributors, mother. ...of their hard work in making the park reality. Uh, we want to celebrate everyone who has made the dog park possible. And the volunteers are priceless. They keep maintaining the park and helping us keep up the day-to-day -day recreations and special activities. Uh, a soft opening in the hell of September, but a formal ribbon-cutting ceremony was postponed because of the pandemic. And uh, it is to go on to say that... Uh, Let's see, they have uh, two areas, have uh, two sections. One side is for the dogs less than 30 pounds, and the other is for the larger dogs. They want to separate because they don't want the larger dogs to overpower the babies, which was something you were, and Carol, you were discussing about also, your dog. And also sometimes you have the smaller dogs that have the little dog syndrome that think they can take on the bigger dogs and try to attack them. So um, <laughs> it is open, and um, let's see, the fenced areas are for the off-leashed featuring a grassy layout of pooches to roam, a walking path, benches, uh, waste, ba waste bag area, and even a dog-sized water fountain. Very nice. Ah, how cute. So, so, they, they, so that way they can stay hydrated and stuff. Exactly, exactly. The community has been working to guarantee that this dog park is to provide an open space when dogs can uh, safely their natural abilities to run. One park volunteer mentioned that they can be difficult to find a place in Pittsfield where the dogs can run free because of the leash law. So there you go, folks. Now it's open, and um, it seems like it's a beautiful... I mean, you should see the pictures. They're beautiful. I happen... Um, I don't know if our uh, host can go ahead and get a couple of nice pictures, maybe. Um, there's one that's pretty close. I don't know how, how good we can get the... But it seems like... Uh, because we got Mayor Tyler and everyone and doing. Can you move it so there's the microphones in the way. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm trying. I, I didn't she, know which way is, to go. She is tr trying to. Okay, I know your Berkshire's director skills are coming. Okay, hold it straight. I'm trying, dude. There we are. There is the picture of the. There we go. And, yep, down, there is the new park for the Poochie Woochies. There you go. There There's we that. are. For it's those on the radio, you can't see none of this. But and, it, it is. And one up higher. And then there's the one of the mayor and everyone doing the uh, thing. Isn't and then there's the one of the, rib the ribbon cutting ceremony. 
Yes, there we are. There There's the ribbon ceremony cutting. It is absolutely uh, wonderful to know that uh, they uh, care glad, so I'm much about it. I'm glad you described them. it for the people on the radio because only people on PCTV can see exactly. that. Exactly. This is why. Sometimes it's not so fun to be simulcast. <laughs> no, no. And I wanted to, you know, basically to let those who could see it see it, but describe it to them. I we'll mean, make, we'll it's make a really radio personality out of you yet. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I well, I wanted to go ahead and let everyone know. Oh, here's something else that's pretty interesting, and I know a lot of people are wondering if this one's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And um, it is the Pittsfield City Common Council um, to have uh, police officers equipped with body cameras and and dashboard cameras. Um, Ooh, did we get a... a, Yep, we got a wet run here. Uh, It kind of got smudged a little bit. Here, I'll let her give a a whirl because it kind of like got a little bit of a smudgy move. It got smudged a little. Sorry, guys. Did it ever. Uh, Let's see. The Pittsfield... Pittsfield City Council voted unanimously to have police officers equipped with body cameras and dash cameras. Uh, let me see. I can't read that one part. Just summarize it. Uh, yeah, big. You can't hear me. I don't have a microphone. Just summarize it. Yeah, um, police... Police Chief Michael Wynn has um, has decided that yes, they are going to, because of um, Australia, because of the Australia case. Um, so that way, you know, they they can go ahead and have that instead of um, having more investigations that unfortunately happened. And based on preliminary FIT report, uh, the the taser deployment and the use of the firearm was responsible for it. And it was in response to the deadly threat. So because of all that happening they're going to so yeah they voted that yes they're going to go ahead and put body cam put body cams and the dash cams and they're going to be implemented in a couple months well i actually i kind of think it's good because one um the um the officers will no longer be um you know he he said she said that's one. why that's why they're and doing there it. will be a lot of uh, domestic violence cases also um which you know they can record because there's a lot of he said she said also you know i mean after everything that i have been through okay. not um in in my right. pa- in, in my past i mean it's kind of dear dear and uh close to is my it, heart is that the end of your news yes i have wonderful weather do we have to no, she doesn't. It's a lie. It's not wonderful. Here we go. For tonight, we are for today. We are going to be 63, uh, 40 at night with a 10% chance of rain. It beats the 80. It was a Monday. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got uh, 10 to 23 mile an hour winds. We still can't really get rid of the winds. Uh, for Tuesday, 69 uh, for the day. 53 at night with a 10% chance of rain again. 7 to 18 miles an hour. Here we go. Where does the wonderful weather come into play? Here comes Friday, 79. Nights, 66 with a 20% chance of rain with 9 to 21 miles an hour. Mm. Here we go. For Saturday, we have 86 degrees. Give. And don't, don't, it, it don't break my studio. 80, 80, 86 degrees, and we're going going to be about 65 for the night, with a 30 percent chance of rain. And unfortunately, the winds are going to be a little bit rough because we have possibles of thunderstorms. Could, could, be, could be rougher than it was Monday. So who, yeah, who, who wants like, to who wants to discuss yeah. real quick what happened Sunday night? 
Uh, how we had for those who don't know, you know, we had the storms that came through Sunday, yeah. Yeah. Sunday afternoon. Yep. Okay, so you would think how life works that if you're going to get your power knocked out, <laughs> <laughs> it would happen while the storm is going. During the storm. Yeah, that's the, yeah. so we get the storm. Well, we don't really get a storm here. Two claps of thunder, a storm does not make, and some rain. Everything's cool. Still storm. 45 minutes later, our power goes out. Yeah, but the whole thing is we could have been New York. I mean, uh, you know right, our, but you know our old town. Every other every every other street is flooded. Right. But we're That's talking true. about power going out after. after the storm. Apparently it was a transformer issue. <laughs> Apparently. All right, on the more ham radio news. Uh, yeah. The Federal Communications Commission has set notices to several property owners for allegedly pirate radio activities on their properties. Again. Okay, not so much ham radio news, but radio news anyway. Again. <laughs> the letters from the Enforcement Bureau are headlined, Notice of Illegal Pirate Radio Broadcasting. Now, this is something else. They remind the owners that federal law now provides for fines up to $2 million if we ah. determine that you have continued... To permit any individual or entity to engage in pirate radio broadcasting from the property that you own or manage. Mm-hmm. The Bureau said its, said its agents use direction-finding techniques to source these FM signals. It mailed letters to Richard Manson for broadcasts on 103.5 megahertz in Philadelphia. Allie. In January to Maria V. Hernandez of Kissimmee, Florida. For signals on 87.9 megahertz in Hazleton, PA. How's it going? In January to Edwin and Joyce Pitt of Baltimore, Maryland. For signals on 91.3. <sighs> in February and to Kent and Deanna Copendinger. Copendinger. For signals on 100.5 megahertz in La, in La Grande, Oregon in March. These letters provide recipients 10 business days to show that they are no longer permitting pirate radio broadcasting. To occur at the property. <coughs> the commission also asked that the owners identify the individuals engaged in the pirate radio broadcasting on the property. Um, what are they doing wrong? They're allowing people to get on the radio that are yeah. not licensed. Yeah, no, there are people that are not licensed, don't have a license like we do here at TBR, ah. are building FM radio transmitters. That's illegal. He just said that. Sorry, I think I was off and on a getting, little. <laughs> she had a little trip of Ron Serling, mother. I think I was napping. <gasps> I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, dear, that, that was kind of the point. I didn't mean that. That was a little bit of uh, At the taking a up nap. Ahead. Okay, okay. I admit there for a minute, I kind of... Blacked no. out. And the crossroads up ahead. To help with emergency communicate moving on. To help with emergency <laughs> communication support following an outbreak of tornadoes that hit <laughs> the that hit the Oklahoma the Department of Emergency Management and Homeland Security requested support from the Oklahoma Amateur Radio Emergency Services during the first week of May. Twelve tornadoes touched down uh. in the central <laughs> Pardon. I'm sorry. She gave me soda. Touchdown in the central and eastern parts of Oklahoma. The tornado that struck Seminole, Oklahoma on Wednesday, May 4th, left EF2 damage, according to the National Ooh. Weather Service. That Ow. tornado was a mile wide and its path totaled 31 miles. The request for oh. amateur radio emergency communication support from the Oklahoma Aries was made on Thursday, May 5th, 2022. Aries was activated on Saturday, May 7th, 2022. Seven amateur radio operators were active providing voice communications between chainsaw and debris removal teams from their base at Seminole State College's Volunteer Center. ARRL Oklahoma Section Emergency Coordinator Mike Conklin and 7XYO said that the cleanup crews worked quickly and Aries was needed for eight hours until cellular and wire communications were restored. There were no deaths or injuries during the tornado outbreak, but cleanup continues. Holy crap. 
Wow. That, um... That was interesting. Oh, yeah. But the whole thing is, is, I mean, they were on top of it. They were doing something. They were active. You know, they... No disrespect, but... That's true. I, I, uh, I know. So, Bing Crosby's birthday was May 3rd. Okay. Oh, oh wow. So, I found this story. This mm. is, is kind of more long time of old radio broadcasting not so much what we do today but in honor of his birthday May 3rd 1903 we wanted to mention Bing Crosby's role in the development and magnetic tape recording oh Oh, wow an on-the-air encyclopedia of old-time radio John Dunning wrote about German engineers having developed a tape recorder with near professional broadcast quality standard Crosby saw an enormous advantage in pre-recording his shows The scheduling could now be done at the star's convenience. He could do four shows a week if he chose and then take a month off. But the networks and sponsors were adamantly opposed. The public wouldn't stand for canned radio. The networks argued there was something magical for listeners in the fact that what they were hearing was being performed and heard live everywhere at the precise instant. Some mm. of the best moments oh, in wow. comedy came when a line was blown and the mm. star had to rely on wit to rescue a bad situation. Fred Allen, Jack Benny, Phil Harris, and also Crosby were masters at this and the networks weren't about to give it up easy. Crosby's insistence eventually factored into the further development of magnetic tape sound recording and the radio industry's widespread ad- adoption of it. Murdio McKenzie, <coughs> Bing Crosby Enterprises, had seen a demonstration of the German Magnafon in June 1947, the same device that Jack Mullen had brought back from Radio Frankfurt with 50 reels of tape at the end of the war. It was one of the magnetic tape recorders that BASF and AEG had built in Germany starting in 1935. The 6.5-millimeter ferric oxide-coated tape could record 20 minutes per reel of high-quality sound. Alexander M. Pointoff ordered Ampex, which he founded in 1944, to manufacture an improved version of the magnetophone. Crosby invested $50,000 in, in Ampex with the internet, with the intent to produce more machines in 1948. The second season of Philco shows was recorded with the Ampex Model 200A and Scotch 111 tape from 3M. Crosby started the tape recorder <laughs> wow. revolution in America in his 1950 film, Mr. Music. He is seen singing into an Ampex tape recorder that reproduced his voice better than anything else. Also quick to adapt tape recording oh, wow. was his friend Bob Hope. He gave one of the <laughs> first Ampex Model 300 recorders to his friend, guitarist Les Paul, which led to the invention of multi-track recording. With Frank Sinatra, <laughs> with Frank Sinatra Crosby was one of the principal backers of the United Western Recording Recorder Studio Complex in Los Angeles. Les Paul, Les Paul guitars? Yes. Seriously? Oh, and wow. Les Paul also... Also did invented the multi-track recording that um, bands use today. Mm. You know, back in the oh, times nice. of the Beatles, it was four-track recording. Yeah, like we've brought up before. Now they can do sixteen-track recording. Holy crap! I did not. That know is that. A I lot. did not know that Les Paul actually did that. Wow, that it's amazing how information has transferred <coughs> and how things have like gone from a single all the way up to a 16 like that that is truly there's amazing 16 tra- I, i'm assuming i mean there's 32 track recorders there's you know i'm you know not in the music business i'm in this business but, uh, <laughs> That's where, true. Where we record onto a little card over here and and it gets put on the air I think it's nice you know we get to learn i get to learn more and more and more every time i'm here you know rather than going duh you know that's the blonde leave me alone died blonde but yeah still blonde i was still born blonde yeah sure you were where do i segue out of this yeah that (laughs) 
Yeah, don't. In the world of mobile phones. In the world of mobile <laughs> Good news for egg lovers. Satellites of the internet. Some old school technology is making a major comeback. The shortwave radio used by spies for decades to send encrypted messages is being resurrected for the war in Ukraine. According oh, to Dr. Grief. Andrew Hammond, curator and historian of, the, of Washington, D.C.'s International Spy Museum, the shortwave radio is a classic tool that was used for espionage. With a shortwave radio like this, you can transmit information over huge distances, he told CTV National News. But now, mm-hmm. decades later, shortwave is coming back into use. After Russia attacked communication towers in the Ukraine, the BBC went old school, broadcasting their news, ser- their news service on the shortwave frequency to counter Russian propaganda about the war. The BBC is using it to transmit it because it's a lot harder to block those transmissions. John Figalozzi, a shortwave radio expert and author of the book The Worldwide Listening Guide, told CTV National News, it's an old technology, but it works. Used in conflict zones, shortwave is less complicated than other communication avenues and travels further than TV or cell phones. Radio waves are electromagnetic signals that can be broadcast and for others to tune into by tuning a radio to the correct frequency, such as tuning your car radio into AM or FM channels. Mm-hmm. Shortwave so ra- we went back to the 40s, pretty much? 40s, 50s. Wow. Shortwave radios tune into a range of frequencies that includes all of the high-frequency bands, among others. When shortwave transmissions are directed at an angle into the sky, they bounce off a layer of atoms in the atmosphere called the ionosphere allowing them to travel beyond the horizon much further than other radio waves that are limited by having to transmit in a straight line. Over the past few months, amateur radio hobbyists have used shortwave to pick up Russian soldiers openly discussing battle plans. Anti-war protesters have also used it to troll the Russian military by blasting the Ukrainian national anthem or jamming their channels with annoying earworms. Just from this little box... Hammond said, and during the Cold War, this little box came into its own. So, short while shortwave was used back in the First World War, it became more widespread in the Cold War era when U.S. and the Soviet Union were highly invested in hearing each other's secret communications and hiding their own. Shortwave changed the world. Spies communicate, sending cryptic messages on so-called number stations which were traced to governments all over the world. If you tuned into one of these number stations at the right time, a mysterious monotone voice would read out what seemed to be random numbers. They still do that, by the way. Yeah, I know. One do. of the <laughs> ways to understand these transmissions was by using a cipher key called a one-time pad, which allowed the intended recipient to crack the code. And it's still used by modern-day Russian spies, including a husband and wife team, who had been posing as Canadians for two decades and were arrested in Boston in 2010, mm-hmm. inspiring, to, oh, inspiring the hit series The Americans. The shortwave radio is unbreakable, so you know that it's a pretty powerful tool, but could shortwave make a difference in Ukraine? You know, necessi- necess- necessity... Necessity... Time to go, yeah. Is the, mother, is the mother of invention, right? Said Piglas. If you need to get through, you're going to try anything. Send signals and listening with a tool from the past reborn. Exactly. So, shortwave radio. It's called coffee, dear. Did you? Uh, do you have any? Does it look like I have any? I think you need coffee. Forget what, forget what the doctors are telling you. I think you need coffee. I had coffee, this, I had coffee before we came to the studio. I just can't read. Oh, okay. Well, that we just we, can't we, read English right now. Yeah, we, 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 well, we can't really cure stupidness now, can we? Oh. I love you, but, you know. Anytime <sighs> you want to come over here. <laughs> oh, give me a Anyways. break. We got 15 minutes. What do we do for 15 minutes? I'm, pick, a, I'm out of stuff. We can uh, pick on Dad. No. Well, actually, um, I am kind of um, happy that you're feeling a lot better. Oh, no. She brought it up in the air. Yeah, I did. He had gotten really, really bad. Well, you're always making comments that the doctors seem to think that they know everything. 
Okay, to make a long story short, Dad went ahead and was prescribed pills for his high blood pressure. The only problem is one of them brought it down too low too fast, and when he went to go get something from the kitchen, he kind of took a header in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah, it was last Wednesday night. Yeah. Yep. It's the first time blood's poured out of my body like that. Yeah, yeah. We were, he's we fine. He's fine. He didn't have a concussion or anything, but luckily he did. Luckily, he did have a nasty scratch on his head. I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad he's okay. He scared the crap out of me, though. I'm glad. That I'm was okay a fat, too. That was the fastest you have ever you, seen a y'all fat would girl be having run. to do this show without me. <laughs> it was. It was pretty scary. All I know is, is um, uh, the 25th will definitely. Uh, be, be at the doctor's office and know and uh, I have some few choice words for the doctors when I get there because I almost, I mean I had to pick them up we had to pick them up off the floor so yeah. I'm kind of upset over there's a couple of their suggestions and I'm going to tell them where they can put their suggestions so be nice the homework I gave out two weeks ago no one's no one can still find these things we've actually no. been watching the series uh, and here's the thing I went ahead and I told Mel about that. Mel went ahead and told her dad. And even her dad can't figure it out. And he watches Mash too. Religiously. And he, he's like, where the heck is the antenna done? I've, I've never seen it. Because he, he showed her a picture of the phone box. And she goes, what's that? I went, I went ahead and I told her kid, that's the phone box. That's not where the antenna is. Yeah, and if you remember my and favorite Martian. Like, oh. Can we go back to the 60s? Yes. Ray <laughs> Wallstein. Ray when Walston, he when he sat Bill down, Bixby. when he sat down and he faced. Get the microphone in front of your face. So we can't. When hear he you. sat down and he faced, a little antenna comes up out right. of his head, and that was his transmitter for him to go ahead and communicate with, you know, with mothership or whomever, <laughs> and let them know that he was okay and he was reporting. I mean, his, his, deal, he was he was reporting his. You know, if, if, you watch, if you watch the opening credits and you watch some of the shows where the choppers come down, you actually see the antenna on the chopper. Yes. Yeah. Yep. But you know, all those opening shots of the of the, ch- of the chopper flying over the Fox Ranch, mm-hmm. where Mash did their, ex- their exterior filming, you can't even look something that looks like. A wire or something up, but they had to no. have put something up. Yeah, they had to. Have so put curi- it curiosity kills the cat, and you gotta try to figure out what they put up. There has to yeah, be something there. Yeah, I'm true. I'm still trying. I mean, there's to a whole phone patch out. thing. You can see, you can see where they put the poles up for the wires for the for the telegrams yeah. and for the CWs and the wires for the. Um, PA systems. Yeah. Right. But somewhere there has to be. I know it's just TV. I'm kind TV, of curious myself. I mean, uh, I realize. Well, it's the same. I mean, Alf. Know, but you're supposed Alf? to make it look almost perfect. Alf had ham radio in it. If anybody remembers the show yes, Alf well, from a long yes, time Yeah, ago. I, I do. Willie, Willie was a ham no, radio No, Tabby, poor pie before bedtime. <laughs> he was, a, I mean, you know, ham radio do, had, had was, prominence. Was, yeah. In, in, in some things, you know, you had, you had my favorite Martian, Ray Walston, who, like Darlene said, he would, to go if he wanted to communicate, his little antenna would come up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had Alf. Yeah, where one of the main characters, Willie, was a ham radio operator. You had Mash. Oh well, yeah, you know, you had Radar and Klinger going ahead and doing. You had. All this stuff about CB radios in the seventies, right? The, you know, CW yeah. McCall made a song, "Convoy." Red Sovine did some songs, CB yeah. related, "Teddy Bear" and and stuff like that. Phantom three hundred nine and Phantom three hundred nine. You had the Dukes of Hazard. You yeah. can see, you know, they used CB radio. Smokey and the Bandit, Cannibal Run. Smoking. We bit. had um, BJ and the Bear. Yes. As a matter of fact, one of my neighbors down the street, um, they had one in their car, and um, had the, you know, the home. They had the the portable base was in the car. 
home base was at home. That was basically how they managed to go ahead and keep in contact with one another. Same thing, okay. Um, I had a couple of close personal friends of mine um, were husband and became husband and wife, unfortunately. Um, he had his at his house where I had gone ahead and went to see his uh, sisters and visit with his mother. And he was talking with his fiance. And uh, he, she turned around and uh, she, called, she yelled and she turned around and she says, um, Baby Mac, she says, who's, on the, who's on, on, the, on the wire? And I turned around and I says to her, your favorite person in the whole wide world. I turned around and I says, she turned around and she says, oh my God, she couldn't believe it was me being at the house. She turned around and she says, well, you need a, you need a handle being on here. I turned around and I says, easy, little mother. I turned around and I says, because I've got the baby with me. So she called me little mother. <laughs> now you see, these were, you know, people had them in their cars and, and had a base station at home. And, and this is, you know, what, what cell phones do now. This was doing, hey, you know, you know where are you? Are you close by? They used them for business. Um, you know, if you needed road service, you know, you didn't have, you didn't have just cell towers. You called on Channel 9 or Channel 19. And mm-hmm. the uh, state police had... CBs in their cars. I know when I was working, um, volunteering for React back in the day, and and you know people, I would call into the state police dispatchers, and after I was I was getting calls on Channel Nine, calling in the state police dispatchers for for motorists. We had a yeah, lot of them back <laughs> in the day because yeah, you know I I lived. At the time, in Albany, where I lived, I had the New York State Thruway in my backyard well, yeah. between exit 23 and 24. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I used to sit there and uh, be talking to you on the phone, and I could hear things that were going on. I mean, outside of last man standing, there's not a lot that's true. going on here, and that's kind no, of why it's not. things it's are dropping off. People don't understand. You know, things are going really, really... Like, everything is reliable on your cell phones and stuff. People don't realize yesterday, you know, it... Yesterday. I was watching <laughs> one of... trouble seems so far away. I was watching one of, one of, my, one of my shows, and um, the, the girl was standing there complaining because her battery had gone dead on her phone. And... Uh, I turn around and I'm like, huh, yeah, well, I could sympathize with her, you know, because it was the same way when we had gone ahead and lost power on Monday. And we were, Sunday. Or, or Sunday, rather. I'm doing real good on Sunday. And uh, she's over there, she's screaming, you know, at her mother, going, well, when, well, when do you think we're going to go ahead and uh, get this, get this, uh, cord fix she, she says i'm complaining and com- she's complaining complaining because it's not making contact and she throws the phone across the room and it ends up smashing it into the uh wall that she had flung it at and she turned around she says that my dear will cost you she turned around she goes oh well she turned around she says now what am i supposed to do about a about, about a cell phone she turned around she says write a letter she turned around she says easy write a letter turn around send, send a telegram she turned around she says i don't know she says, do something. And my thought was, well, Jesus. And the last thing she could have turned around and says, find yourself a ham. You know, she could <laughs> They're getting harder to find here. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for her to say, you know. I mean, she's, she was standing there screaming everything down. I was waiting, you know, all the way down. Never. I mean, I, I just turned it on. I was kind of fascinated with the fact that she had flung the, the phone over there and her the look on her mother's face is she sees she's like that'll cost you <laughs> so you can imagine young people today all they can think of is yeah you're going to be stupid enough to go ahead and com- com- complain about everything but you don't know the reality of how how history has gone I think, back i think for if it, everything. i think if it wasn't for some of the drones that are on amateur radio frequencies those numbers that the ARRL are getting would be a lot, lot less. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I think so too. Because yeah. for the high-end drones, you need the license. 
Because they're on the amateur to, radio frequencies. Yeah, to go up. And whoever thought of that, whoever thought of that, of all the frequencies in the world, why would you want to put drones on amateur radio frequencies? I don't know. I have no idea. I think instead of way they can transmit the video and the audio from the drone, because you can take video and audio from from the high end. Yeah, I but that's they've got why. Have you heard that they, I mean, in California as it is, they've got a lot of of neighbors that are complaining and they're literally, I mean, there's nothing that they can really, really do about it, but they had it on um, what those neighbor, wa- neighborhood wars. They had this one lady, she had gone ahead and got so mad at her neighbor for taking a drone and shooting it down into her home. That she went into the house, came out, and she had a shotgun, folks, and was going to blow they do that all the time. this person away. I mean, you can fly those things, sure, but let's not shoot them into your window. Hey, look what mommy and daddy are doing. Yeah. No. Let's record that and put that on no. YouTube. Not, I mean, yeah. No. There's, I mean, they're standing there right on her, right on her uh, back porch. It's overlooking the mountain, but they're right down that's there. That's an invasion of lo- privacy. Yeah, that's what she, you know, she's like, she's hollering with her hands at first. Get get out of here, get out of here. And, you know, it, it's my property, go. And the, and the person is standing right there and sticking this camera right in her face. And then she comes out with a gun. They decide they want to leave real quick. I, I think it's time for some of these nets to move over to DMR because apparently that's where everybody is going. Um, like I said in the beginning of this show, DMR and HF is now the new hot spots again because everybody's leaving the repeaters. It happened That's here, true. Western Mass, we're done. Well, sure. You know, there's nobody doing the Western Mass traffic net, and, and I'm getting emails from Joe at HHTN that, and, you know, I do Monday night, and my, you know, last Monday night, I think we had five check-ins. I think they should just and go that's ahead. All and across, sh- that's all across, you know, HHTN, Heavy Hears Traffic Net, Man Repeater Network goes a long way from Cape Cod yeah, to yeah. downtown Boston and Quincy and, and all these other you guys places. Ju- yeah, and the thing well, is, you thing guys is just is routed it to Western Mass so that way people can check in. But so. if things are slipping, you know, in, in Minuteman Repeater Network, which I said, which is like I said, from Cape Cod to downtown Boston to Quincy to mm. Concord to all those places out there. If that's slipping, then go to DMR. Yeah. And Boston being you know a major metro. Yeah, I know. And I even I even got emails that Los Angeles is slipping. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. Time to put things on DMR because apparently DMR yeah, apparently. DMR you only need a technician license for. Yeah, Apparently. that's what I've just said. You know, put it on DMR. Leave it on DMR, folks. And then this way, you know, everybody can play. It's not just a, you know. <laughs> everybody ha- can play around the world. You don't need exactly. $10,000 worth of equipment. All right, we got to go. Yeah. We're out of here. Have yep. a good so day. on behalf of Jesse and Darlene. 73 and folks from me. Carol, know your Berkshires next week. The 26th. The Senior Center. The Senior Center for Know Your Berkshires. Melanie will be here in studio. You all get to meet her and see her. Um, yep. We'll bring her along. She'll, she'll be with us for about <laughs> a week. So we are out here. 73 to everybody. 73, guys. Take care. Ciao. Uh, you can. 73. <sighs> you have the ending. <laughs> I don't I'm, have I'm, the I'm, ending I'm, I'm anymore. Getting, I'm getting I'm getting I'm getting I'm getting in my phone was having... We're stalling till we have an My ending. My phone was having issues. Hold on. She's having an uh, issue with her kittens. <laughs> I, 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 it, it had an issue. Come on, you can do it. <laughs>